This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody and welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is the show where we take comics from the past week, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should check out. Uh, we got a ton of things coming out this week uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, tons of things that came out last week we're going to talk about. I'm very excited. A lot, of, a lot of events. We're hitting the ground running. When it comes to returning and reacting uh, to the to the pandemic, Marvel and DC are like, here's everything, Blech. kitchen sink, which is exciting and good because like things come out and I don't even remember that they were gonna come out. You know, mm. I'm just like, oh, here's a thing. Oh, here's another thing. Here's a, here's part two of a story that just came out a week ago. Like it, it feels great. Yeah. Just, I'm just ready to go. I'm happy to get more comics. It's hard on the wallet. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and, and hard on uh, your you know your your time management. Like you know you're going from. Uh, maybe a couple of months where you kind of just you got to learn how to bake bread, and you you know you you're working on this big painting, uh, and then all of a sudden you got to go back to work, you got to go back to your play, you got to go all these other things, plus all the things that you learned to do during the pandemic. That's right. Oh, and also the pandemic is still happening. So that's, that's true as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's more like everything just went. Hey, get back to work anyway. Yeah. Very true. So boom, we're back. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of things coming out, but before we do talk about those books, we want to give you an opportunity to get some really sweet memorabilia for your wall places. Uh, Valiant and uh, Comic Pop are teaming up to make sure that you out there, two lucky winners out there, can win a poster of your choice that is made of let's, metal. Let's start with this one. Let's start with this one. Because this is, this is the biggest one. We picked uh, this one specifically just because uh, it's so gorgeous. Uh, such that you actually were like, I like this so much, we pitched to Valiant, make more of these. Well, that'd be cool like, if they had like at least three or four of these, you could put them on your wall um, in like a, like either a grid or like a, like a line, like a triptych kind of thing. You can get them in different sizes. Yeah. Things, different sizes. Mm -hmm. But they're they're metal. They they're are signed. And they're signed by the... Uh, master the of Production. Master of Production. You don't have to worry about me sending this to you, by the way. If you don't like this one or that one, uh, you just have to win, and then you'll coordinate with uh, with Valiant to uh, uh, to get the the poster of your choice. There are a bunch. Yeah, we have this one. Yeah, there were a lot to choose from. Right, it's true. It's true. And I and I got to tell you, what's cool about these is um, the company sends you everything you need to hang them, which I, I was figuring out as we were sitting here. There's like. This guy that goes on your wall, and then this magnet which adheres to that, and then you just put it up on the wall, and mm -hmm. it's ready to go. This one so requires you, two magnets. But. Right, but it, which will come with, so you don't have to worry about yeah. how you're going to hang this. And honestly, I think it looks cool without a frame. Like, I'm not always big into, like, frameless art, but I think this works. Yes. They also send stickers. Ooh. You also get stickers. You also get stickers. And a cleaning wipe. Oh, nice. Yeah, to clean these. Like, what the hell is this thing? Oh. Right? It's for this. No, no, it's to clean the wall first. Oh. It gives you everything you need to hang this up. Right. I love these. I think they're cool. Uh, and I want. And I know if you're looking to like spruce up your displays and you happen to love Valiant or just like the visuals of these posters, uh, you can enter to win. We're going to announce the two winners at the end of the show. Here's a couple of caveats. One, you have to be in the chat when the winners are announced. Mm -hmm. Two... 
There are no other caveats. You can be from Australia, Zimbabwe, Antarctica, doesn't matter. We're going to ship it anywhere in the world. Nice. No limitations. That's because this is coming from a company displayed, right? Yes, that's right. So, so perk up, right. you international viewers right. out there. And if you don't win and you do want to get one of these valiant metal art pieces, you can just go to displate.com. Yes. Think that's what it is. There's actually a link in the description below this video right now. They can go to, it'll take you right to the suite of Valiant options. Quantum and Woody, uh, you got uh, Divinity, uh, everything. Bloodshot, Ninjak, Exo, all of it. Uh, Punk Mambo. Yeah, I think there's uh, Quantum and Woody. There is, yes. Shadow Man. Shadow Man, yeah. There's a ton. Every Valiant character probably has one of these things. They're really, really great. Check it out. Uh, and enter to win. All you gotta do to enter to win, by the way, is use the hashtag uh, Valiant. Screw it. Just hashtag Valiant. We're not gonna make it hard for you. Hashtag Valiant in the chat as it's going on. We will have our uh, moderator, Danielle, pull some names and she will let me know who they are at the end of the show. Uh, we will be polling throughout the show. So enter to win. We'll remind you periodically throughout the show That's true. that you should hashtag Valiant it in the chat and we'll make sure you get one of these. Uh, two lucky winners posters like these they're super cool uh, I'm putting this up there's no room on this wall but we got plenty of walls to choose from that's right uh, so yeah uh, enter to win hashtag valiant anywhere in the world it's rare we get to do that I know so if you are international I would say do it yeah because these are worth quite a bit by the way not that like the resale I don't know about the resale but like they're expensive <laughs> there you go uh yeah, and you're a little quiet, so here you go. Well, I was behind posters. Yeah. Relax, moderator Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I have to display. What, um, what, what have you read that you're excited about to talk about today? Oh, uh, that I'm excited about? Yeah, oh. you want to jump into? I don't know. Where do you want to start? Uh, all right, I'll talk about Avengers number 34. There you uh, go. Th this is a thing that happened. Uh, In the age of Gondrew. Part two, written by Jason Aaron with art by... Jason? What the oh, hell no. is this? Javier Garon. Hey, you found it. What a horribly designed information <laughs> cover. Damn it, Marvel. What the hell? What's wrong with the big two and their design elements? We've talked about this before. What's the problem? They're trying new things. Well, good for them. But maybe, like, you know, do a couple of test phases first. We have, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, you're a designer. You, you know, explain this. Anyway. I don't work there. No, no. But I would. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, uh, Avengers number 34, Fist of Khonshu. The only reason why I wanted to talk about this one is because it... Uh, it, it explains what happened with Moon Knight and why he was able to take everybody out? Yeah, uh, he needed to. The end, that's all. We, we had a lot of theories about like what was going to happen, how... Maybe, uh, maybe Aaron was like, enough, justice for Moon Knight. Yeah, and like, listen, there are a lot of hardcore Moon Knight fans, and I know both of them, and... The the wow. fact remains, uh, they all agree, Moon Knight would not be able to do this. But well, he does in this, because he needs to. Now, maybe, maybe he had God Mode on. Moon God Mode. Now, that being these, said... These are the jokes, people. These are the jokes, this is the show. That's what you get. I'm we sorry. just lost 20 viewers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is... Okay, so like, this book... If you have not seen our episode of Back Issues where I just lay into this series, like, 
Well, I, I, you know, you don't have to watch it. But here's like, a mini version of it. Yeah, but here's a mini version of it. Uh, I hate Aaron's Avengers run, and he doesn't get these characters, and nothing is more apparent than in this issue. Uh, there's some really cool moments in this. I don't want to. I want to talk about it. I'm not going to waste a lot of time on it. But I will say, like, Black Panther is a cool moment in it. And if you love Moon Knight, he he has a lot of moments in this. There's actually, you know, what's funny. I I actually enjoyed most of this. Like, mm-hmm. there's a there's a part of the story. Where uh, it kind of flashes back, where uh, Moon Moon Knight essentially goes to like give Conchu a piece of his mind, yeah, and Conchu is like cr- hiding in the corner, like crying and like afraid of what's coming, right? And that fear tells Mark he needs to be even more slavishly devoted to the to the Moon God and like steal the Eye of Agamotto and make you know wait a, what's what, what's on its way? Right, what is? Oh, I don't know. It's coming, though. But, like, Moon Knight was just part of, like, a ridiculous, like, you know, Hyborian Age-style adventure with, like, you know, Conan and, you know, Agnes and all of them. Yes. Where Khonshu had to help them defeat the worm. Yeah. Now something else is coming. But don't get that confused with the big thing in Donny Cates' Thor run. Right. Or Null. Right, or the fact that um, something's happening in Empire. Yeah, don't for, don't worry about that. Another big thing is coming. So wait, wait, I just, all right. So an Empire that is that what event like is that this Avenger scene? Yes. Where's Moon Knight? Not here. Interesting. Where's Moon Knight's not on the Avengers. He just shows up in this oh, book. Oh, okay. I haven't really been reading Moon Knight, so I thought he like I thought he did like a classic. Like I'll join and then yeah no. No, he's just, he shows up. Right. And takes on the Avengers. Right. But that's not the thing that's on its way. No. Okay. It's another thing. Something else is coming. Pass. Uh, don't waste your time that's with a, this That's run. a real shame. Because I do like Aaron. Yeah. His Thor run is excellent. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's not a team book writer. Like Maybe. Maybe he just needs like a main focus of a character and like... He can develop other characters with them, but like if he doesn't have to balance a team, maybe that's where his strength is. It could be because I have enjoyed Aaron in the past. You have as well. Yeah, uh, for we sure. Have, we have two very, very different sensibilities too. So it's like he appeals to a range of of, of, of fandom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate it. Oh, he also frees Mephisto. What? He goes to Vegas. He frees Mephisto, and then kills him. That's kind of funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay. That's that's funny. Yeah, but then immediately after that, somebody's like, "Oh, but which Mephisto?" Whatever. It's. And I'm like, oh my god. That's still funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They they just we're done with the damnation plot. Finally, it's over. It's it's not though. No. But like, uh, but that is still. I I do I do get I get humor from that. That's yeah. Ha ha. There's there were a couple of the thing is that no like Aaron is a writer, so like there are things in it that appeal to you or that happen that are fun. Yeah, uh, and, and it makes a lot of sense. But like, there are other things that don't. Yeah, and uh, it ends on kind of like a thud. This issue, mm-hmm. I don't even want to get into it. Okay. But it's like, Bleh. it's just, it ain't for me. Okay. But okay. uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing its praises or recommend. No, it. that's fine. But like that Mephisto thing. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, Aaron is like practically cleaning house. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But like that is like I don't. I, I don't think there's really animosity at all. No. But like I, I think that's a little bit of cheek. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where he's just like, okay, you guys decided you were gonna like completely undo the you know growth that Strange did and like do this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just undid your freaking event. <laughs> so bite me. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean I would not be surprised if there was a little bit of that. Yeah. Cheek. Uh, but yeah, I don't recommend it. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Um, but I do recommend the weekly series from Tom Taylor, DC's Hope at World's End. I'm a sucker for DC's. So I talked about this a lot. You are. Uh, more the more DC's the better. The the fact that Tom Taylor writes all of them is like so fantastic. Is this the Taylor verse? It might as well be, right? Well, they seem to really like to give people their imprints. own imprint. Yeah. Even though they hate imprints. But no, right. I'm, I'm just seriously, I'm glad that it is like something that you're really enjoying. Yeah. Uh, awesome. It's great. It's just more. Right. And, that, and this is like the stuff that's kind of the in-between stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's before they leave. Uh, it's before okay. they leave for Earth 2. Right. Uh, the new Trinity has, has donned their costumes. Uh, and uh, so young Batman, Damien, yep. uh, Cassie, and, uh, and, and John, uh, they go, basically there they go and they save Talia. Like, oh. hey, remember Talia? Like, right. Taylor's like, there are a lot of characters in the DC universe. Right, I only right. focused on a couple of them and people still loved it. And every time I do another story, I focus on another huge chunk of them and people are like, oh my God, right, right. about them. Like, so yeah, uh, they, they discover the graves that were dug by Jason Todd in the Batcave in Unkillables. Okay. So there is closure there. Okay. They now know about Jason Todd and how he made it. So Taylor's closing gaps. He's crossing stories over. Do they find Talia? Yes. Cool. I was imagining like like an almost 28 days later kind of story that he mm-hmm. might write where it's like Raish was in the Lazarus pit. Yes. And he comes out and it's already happened. Right. He's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> you know he's saving it because I don't think Raish has come up yet. But I'm just saying like that's kind of like, that's a, that's that's... Yeah. That's a little funny. So Talia and the <laughs> Kang go to the Batcave, and that's where they discover Okay. Everybody. And when they okay. get there, they run into Stephanie Brown. Oh. Yes. Because... Is she spoiler? What, what is she? She is spoiler okay. for a couple of panels. Uh-huh. And she's like, listen, Damien, if you're going to be Batman, <gasps> you're going to need a Robin. And she very quickly changes into the Tim Drake Robin cut. Co- well, the Stephanie Brown Robin cut. Co- that's co- cute. Uh, I just have this here. Yeah, well, she probably just cracked a case and put it on. I know. The fact is, there is a great moment in here that's Tom Taylor being like, hey, these are my favorite characters. Right, right, right. He killed off the Robins in the first series. Okay. But he had, of course, he had Jason write the the gravestones in Unkillables, but we get to see, you know, Jason's interpretation of everyone, Mm -hmm. uh, all the Robins, and... When you see the gravestones, like, you see, like, Taylor kind of, like, signing the headstones. Right, right, and right. And when you see them, you get to see, like, what Taylor's interpretation of Jason Todd's Robins are. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, the Dick Grayson got to grow up. Oh. That's cool. Uh, Bruce Wayne is a bastard. Father, mentor, bastard, Batman. Right. Tim Drake, the best of us. Oh, that's really sweet. You're like, I like Tom Taylor and I wish he would come on the show. Come on the show, Tom. Come on. <laughs> I've reached out to you. You know my email address. Uh, but yeah, no, like, the, he's like, yeah, no, Tim is the best Robin. 
And so Stephanie, kind of in deference to him, like retakes the mantle of Robin. Damien's like, he's the best Robin. It's always the best Robin. It's shut up, kid. <laughs> well, that's why he immediately put Damien into a Batman costume. Right. But great stuff. Uh, I love this series. Can't sing its praises high enough. Uh, definitely pick it up. It's so worth it. Nice. Uh, just, why not? Right, right, right. And it's cheap. Check it out. Uh, before we get into more, I wanted to also mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you want to su- support us in any other way, besides the Valiant thing, we'll get into that, hashtag Valiant, um, you can uh, use Super Chats, ask us a question, make a comment, we will read it here on the show and uh, and answer it. Uh, for example, uh, I believe Brian Rollins was our first one who said, here's my weekly contribution, Strange Adventures has really got me more intrigued than Death Metal. Fair enough, and we'll have to get into both of those later on. We but will I'm indeed. Look- I'm very much looking forward to oh, talking yeah. about them. Yeah, and I'm gonna let you take point on that one because oh. it's you know it, it, it's a it's a twelve issue Come on, uh, I, I like those. I know you do. I'm a big fan. Uh, and like yeah, JMet, uh, what are your thoughts on Marvel Wednesday variant covers? You guys are the best. Yeah, Marvel uh, put out a bunch of like variant covers where they're like books come out on Wednesdays. What do you think in DC? Uh, I think they're petty, they're stupid, they're cheap, and I hate them. Right. And you know what it is though, like. It, I'm, I, 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 like, weirdly, I can't even be mad because it's literally what comic book companies have been doing forever. Like, if it's not a lenticular cover, it's a foil cover. If it's not a, um... That's an old comic, either. Oh, oh, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, like, that's what they do. They cement themselves in time, yep. and that's literally what this is going to do. You'll be seeing these cover in long boxes. Yeah, I hope so. Right. I hope you don't see them in, like, CGC cases. Like, I'm sure you'll see oh. some of them, Some like, some people will do that, absolutely, Um, because this will, like, really cement a moment in time, and, like, this is, like, something that's very different right now. You know what I mean? Like, DC taking this, like, departure from Wednesdays. I I don't like how they look. Like I'm not a fan of the design. Yeah. Like it's just No, I hate them. They're they're ugly. Like the and color choices, the font choice, the they're they just reek of laziness. It does seem a little I don't know. I don't know. I I've only seen one, but if, I'm sure If you've all... seen one, they're the same. Okay. It's just it's just the logo of the book mm-hmm. and the, the the mantra. Right. So I don't know. Also, if you're gonna release a, a slew of new variant covers, maybe you could have hired a cool artist to do something cool mm-hmm. and given someone work instead of just like making the graphic designer that you have do this too. Uh, Super Pooper says, Dr. Manhattan, who's actually Bruce Wayne, speaking like the Joker was actually Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I can see why Alan Moore is mad a bit much, but okay. (laughs) We'll get into Death Metal in a little while. I keep hearing this, that like Alan Moore is seething, that he's pissed off. I feel like I have not read anything to support that Alan Moore even knows about this, much less talks about it. Well, you have to use scrying materials in order to find out what... Thinking. Yeah, we need to hold a seance or get I, the Ouija listen, board listen, out. I'm to not, ask I, I am not giving. I'm not throwing shade at Alan Moore. Here. I, I will. Just, just I just like he to, could take it. I like to like poke fun at that because it's just it's just so it's like fascinating to me that like here's this like guy who's written some like really schlocky material, but also some like incredibly like brilliant pieces of literature. Yep. Who's also like, yeah, I believe in magic. I'm yeah. like, that's just fascinating. Also, I'm a warlock. Right. Like, that's neat. I don't know. That, that's right. like a, a, yeah. Yeah. You want to have a, a drink, a pint with him down at the pub. It's true. Like, it, it's like, I wish that this was an affectation that was ubiquitous amongst all creators. Like, <laughs> I wish Scott Snyder was also really good at close-up magic. Uh, 
gosh. Mr. Giggles, hi, listening to you guys while I clean. Good. Hooray! Good good practical use of your time. Yes. On the way. Jeffrey Candolo says, not gonna lie, after issue two of Death Metal, I kind of dread the Snyder ending. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll Scott see. is hyper aware of his tropes at this point, so he may... You know, he may play to his own strengths. He may uh, rail against them. And the thing is, do you want the devil you know or the devil you don't know? Do you want to know you're getting the Snyder ending? Or do you know? Do you want a, an ending that neither Snyder nor you see coming? Like, I don't know. Well, there's something interesting about that. Because that might be the ending that the story naturally would like to have. Right. And that's the thing. I like, know. I, well, you know, I want a story. I want an ending to a story that is natural and organic. As opposed to an, a manufactured, I have something to say, make it do this. And I'm not actually accusing Snyder of doing that. No. It's more just like, I hate when that happens, and I hope Snyder is completely aware. I mean, the fact is, the dude can do whatever he wants. So I hope, I, 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 would, I would imagine, you're fine, that every ending that he's given is the ending that he wanted. Right. Right? I mean, right. like, because I don't know if there's ever been, like, a period in Snyder's history when he worked for DC where he was, like, where he had to, like, beg for an ending. No. Okay. That, like, he wanted. Right, right, right. You know, because otherwise he could just be like, well, I'm Scott fucking Snyder. I'm walking. Like, <laughs> he could do that with every book he's ever written. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, he's also a team player. So I pro he probably, there's probably some give and take. Yeah. Dan V900, the Dark Ages announcement made me laugh since Marvel's trying, uh, finally just going to let Tom Taylor do an out-of-continuity story due to his success at DC with Injustice and DCs. Don't die, Stephanie. Um, yeah, Marvel announced Tom Taylor, the Dark Ages. It looks like a... What's that called? Uh, it looks like a metal map and like in old age font, the Dark Ages. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already in. Because right. Because that is so, regardless of the quality, um, I, I, listen, I am guilty of doing that thing where it's like, this writer is writing it, therefore I feel, I, I have expectations of how good it will be. I'm trying not to do that, but like literally, like Tom Taylor. I well, I was gonna say like the the subject matter, like even bad or good, is like could be schlocky enough that I love it, or yes. could just be really well written that I love it anyway. But like, yeah, that mm -hmm. that's right up my alley. I don't know anything else about it. I've only seen the font. That makes me think it's gonna be like a sixteen oh two kind of thing, and I hope it doesn't try to do that. You know, like oh, Hyborian Marvel. Yeah, well, it could just be that too. Like just Conan Marvel, right? But it'd be like, but you can't probably can't do that. But yeah, you could. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know. But it's just sixteen. I do like Dark Ages though, because then you can work around. Like you can create your own lore. Yes. Instead of having to, if he wants to, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's. I'm in. Right. I'm in. You know, Doctor Strange is gonna be there. Oh yeah. Alex Cash, when Aaron turned Thor into Phoenix in the far future, it fit the theme. Thor is a god with many legends. The same type of big idea is bad for Avengers. Turn New York into an Egyptian city replete with pyramids, I'm out. Yeah, uh, no, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that he really does well with a single character. like Conan. Conan, Strange, Thor. Like, he just does... Wolverine. Wolverine. I'm not... I'm unfamiliar with it's that. It's good. And I also only read um, the, like, King Thor stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I only had that, like exposure to his thor run mm -hmm. and even that like being so like out of my depth but like <laughs> really enjoying it and like just having those ancillary characters there that were developed but like the focus is on thor yes. you know what i mean like i think that's maybe he's more his wheelhouse I, like and so maybe where now he's trying to lean on the things he knows how to do mm -hmm. but it's not working with the scope of the avengers no well he just keeps having to switch gears and focus on somebody else yeah and it's just, we're not we're not meshing the characters yeah well. 
Uh, Paul Baker loved seeing Stephanie in Deceased. Unfortunately, this probably means we're going to watch her be die brutally later. I hope not. But, because like, here's the thing, he does love those, he does love her. Right, but, like, I guess what they're saying is that, like, you have to wonder, like, why are they on the ship or not? Well, and that's the thing, like, they don't show you the ship. They don't right. show you the surface of Earth 2 in, uh, at World's End. Yes, yeah, so you don't so know. So you don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. I really like that, because he could literally change his mind in the last second. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I hope not, but, like, I fully expect it. I fully expect everyone to die. But I hope not. Mm. And Taylor is also not like Garth Ennis, where he's right. like, I want to see them all die. Right, right, right. It's like, no. I, he has a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan V900, with Bendis leaving Superman, I know it won't happen, but DC should give it to Taylor, whose favorite character is Superman. He keeps pushing for it. Well, he should get it. Yeah, that, I would be down for that. I'd also be cool with it just going back, back to Tomasi. Tomasi. Yeah. yeah. I, like I feel like too. they won't do that. No. I feel like they won't let themselves do that. Mm-mm. It would... It would even if everyone wanted them to betray, like, that they made a mistake. Yep, exactly. And, that's what they're, and they're not going to do that. Yeah, so I think Taylor's an excellent call. I agree. Hashtag Valiant. Yeah, you, can, not, not, you don't have to get this one. You can go, if you win, and pick another Valiant metal poster out. We have Ninjak and Bloodshot here. But there is a whole slew of Valiant characters for these uh, metal display art pieces. Signed by Masters of Production, <laughs> complete with all the hanging materials you'll need sent to you anywhere in the world. All you have to do to win is put in hashtag Valiant. Into the chat right now. And then stay here. You gotta, you gotta stay here to the end. Because if we call your name and you're not here... We move on to the next that's one. That's it. It's over. You can't comment on the video later. Mm-hmm. It's, it's done then. No, because then that's bullshit. I gotta, I gotta find you. No, forget no, it. Forget it. It's over. Uh, Stuart Flowers. Hey, Sal and Tiffany. Thank you for all the great content. Also, do you think the Empire tie-ins are needed? We'll talk about that at the end. Uh, but I will say, no, they never are. Uh, Dan Wesley just wanted to spend some send some dollars to my favorite comic book YouTube channel. Uh, but also that Tim Drake knot is like water to my thirsty man for mage. <laughs> He's my fave. Me too, man. I'm telling you though, in continuity, make Tim Oracle. Don't paralyze him. Just make him Oracle. There you go. Get him out of that duck costume and move on. Uh, Dex Baker, so Avengers just inv- invalidated every issue of my current Ghost Rider run by killing Mephisto. I mean, th- he he had the Eye of Agamotto and the Fist of Khonshu and the Fist of the uh, and the Iron Fist and uh, a bunch of other magic bullshit. To, so you know, it takes be, a lot. To be fair, no, we don't. I, I would say that we don't know when Ghost Rider is happening. Same thing with Conan. Yes. Because the, the Mephisto was also in the Serpent Crown. Right, right, right. It, and also with Aaron saying, like, which Mephisto was it? You're like, it, don't worry about it. Like, it's, no one is going to use it. Because, like, right now the trend seems to be, I do something, you do something to undo what I did, then I'm going to undo what you did. Right. So, like, no one's going to want to carry Aaron's Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, there is, there's nothing happening in Spencer Spider-Man that is, like, contributing to or holding up slot Spider-Man. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Don't worry about the, it. The only person who's going to carry this weight is Aaron. Is Aaron, <laughs> yeah. Like, when he started Avengers, he was like, Sp- Strange has gone through like four different writers. They've all done different things with him. He's gone through three different costume changes. We'll just make him wear the blue suit like I did. Like, nobody cares. Don't worry about it. You're, you're going to be fine. Uh, an absolute venom. I'm just so in love with deceased verse. I wonder how long will be until we get an omnibus. Probably when Dead Planet ends. I would assume, but then again, I bet there's gonna be more. I'm looking forward to, like to animated 
yeah. whenever they decide. The DC's animated movies should be in production already. Right? Like, come on. Your move, DC. <laughs> uh, what's a book that you want to talk about now? Um, well, we just mentioned Conan, so I'll, I'm going to briefly um, talk about it. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, I've been really... I'm, I'm like hyped on the Conan train. Mm-hmm. I will say... Conan Battle for the Serpent Crown. There's nothing wrong with this book, but like literally, la- remember last week when we were like, number three is coming out. And, and did I, I even like, read I was the like, first did one? Did I read this? Did I read either of these? I literally, apparently, I have read both of them. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh crap. Like, and then like, I, I kind of started piecing it back together what had happened. And honestly, it's just been a while since it's come out. Yep. And, um, you know, this is like a, um, oh, I, I guess I should mention who it's by if mm. I can actually find that page. But while I'm looking for that, um, this is very. This is uh, Saladin Ahmed and Luke Ross. Yes. Um. This is just a classic kind of Conan adventure. Like, if that's what you're kind of looking for, like, if you liked Conan the movie, you know, where Conan is a thief and like he has, he has a plucky band of right, or like he at least has a sidekick. But yes. like, mostly it's due to his desire to gain wealth. Right. That's the kind of story this is. Okay. It's Conan in the modern day Marvel universe. Looking like a looking to kill uh, Cullen Gath because okay. he's like, hey, you're still alive and you suck. But mm-hmm. also, hey, I'm gonna go on a thieving adventure with this plucky young lady, who is also a thief. You're right. Um, he's run into like various characters, including Black Cat, and now like he, yes. he they got a ring that like she was trying to get back because it was actually a friend of hers. It turns out it's a magic ring and it transports him to Wakanda. Okay, and like. This, when I say, like, a classic Conan adventure, I also want to say that this has that feeling of, like, old-school team-ups, where, like, you know, the book is really about Conan, but, like... We're gonna put him with someone in each issue. But, like, here comes, like, you know, Black Panther, and, like, Black Panther's on the cover, of course, and, like, when Black Panther finally shows up, Black Panther shouts his own name in his logo font, (laughs) and then proceeds to, like educate you about a couple of things that you might not know about Black Panther if you're reading the book. Okay. So, like, you know what I mean? Where it's just, like, even if I wasn't highly trained and didn't have, like, the heart or... You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Literally, it it had that feeling of, like, an old... Like an old Marvel team-up. Yes. Where it was like, hey, I don't know if you know this character... You might just be here for Conan. <laughs> Let me give you a little backstory on who Black Panther so you can, is. So you can have fun and like pretend like you've been watching, like you've enjoyed Black Panther the whole time. Exactly. When they team up and do cool things. Right. And like they barely team up. Like they show up and like it turns out that like on Wakanda there is a set um, like hidden like altar. There's a big statue okay. of set like the snake oh. god. But like that even like Wakanda's technology didn't know, didn't know it was there. And, like, Mephisto is working with a guy named Champion. Okay. And uh, he's a super rich guy who's, like, an asshole. And they're looking for, like, this the, the serpent crown. In order to find the serpent crown, they need the serpent scepter. Okay. And the only way they could find it was by using this ring. And so, like, they let Conan go and find it. And then he, like, used the super expensive suit to teleport onto Wakanda. Yes. And find it. Because, obviously, like, you can't just go onto Wakanda. No. Um... And, um, basically, like, Mephisto clearly has another greater plan, and, like, it's, it's a, it's a rich guy working with Mephisto, and, like, they both think they have the upper hand, but, like, one of them's the devil and one of them's a rich guy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, um, you know, they, like, they do find the, the, the scepter, the guy shows up and he takes it away. Okay. And, like... Like, like, or like, Black, Black you, you like, cannot possess what I cannot take away. Yeah. And Black Panther's like, uh, what the hell? 
And like one of like his like guards, guards are like people who are like basically patrolling the island, are like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm so sorry. I, I totally screwed up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm gonna resign my post. Like I screwed up. All right. Like T'Challa. And like he's like, no, it's cool. Like you don't have to do that. Right. Like we, You're, we didn't everyone know. screws up. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, oh, that guy had a lot of money and clearly he found a way to go right. And Conan's like, oh, like a king who's not a dick. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. And like, like Black Panther, he's like, that's rare. And he's like, as rare. And like Black Panther's like, as rare as a thief with honor. Like, haha, because they fought uh, and then they fought together. Like, whatever. All right. So like that, it's like, it's just that. That's cute. It's that kind of story. So like, if fun. you were if you were high on the Aaron Conan, like the deep dive into the character, that's not what you're going to get here. But you are just going to get a fun, ridiculous, over the top Conan adventure where he's in the Marvel universe. Right. And you get Black Panther screaming Black Panther in his like, <laughs> in his font. In his font. They like to do that. Like, he's got the pose and everything. Yeah, of course. He's like, ha ha! Then you don't know the Black Panther. Yeah. Then you've is, never heard of the Black Panther. It is hilarious because his companion is also black. And like when they get there, like she's like, whoa, we're on Wakanda. This is really cool. And like Conan immediately assumes that she has magic. And he's like, oh, you brought us here. And she's like, let me get this straight. You think. You think black people have magic? No, no, no. That as a black person, that if I could teleport onto Wakanda, Mm -hmm. a scientifically advanced nation led by black people, my life would be very different. Right. Like, it's just, it's really, like, funny, and, like, she's the right type of sarcastic to match which wits with Conan, who's, like... Who has no idea Who has no patience for it. Yeah. And, like, in a way where he's, like, like, okay, now's the time where we all stop talking, and Conan broods and walks. Right. Like, it's that kind of thing. So, okay. like I said, like, it's just, it, it is, it is a, just a fun little plucky adventure. All right, I like that. Then at the end of the day, well, like, he probably will not, will he kill Cullen Gath in this? Probably not. Probably not. They're probably using him. Like, yeah. they're waiting for him. But, like, Mephisto's in this, which is why, like, I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But, like, it's a Conan story, so nobody's really paying attention. It'll be in the dollar bins in no time. Which is funny, though, because, don't forget, he was part of the Savage Adventures. Yes. Which is still happening. I have I not think. read no, I, I stopped reading that. Yeah, so I couldn't. I was like, nah. <laughs> That's cool. So it's a recommend or not? I don't know if it's a recommend. I think it depends on your taste if you're interested in Conan. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, I love Black Panther and I want a Black Panther story, that's probably like, I don't think he's going to be in the book after this. <laughs> I'm guessing this is like a... Yeah, I'm here now and then I leave. What yeah. is hilarious though is like, we went from Black Cat to Black Panther and like, yeah. so Conan's like... Is he going to team up with Black Knight? Well, he's like, it's another cat person. A person oh my like God, a yeah. Like, he's like, I, what, what, what is this? That's weird. Yeah. That's funny that he would acknowledge it. Yeah. That, that, that is also weird. <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, Giant Size X-Men Magneto number one. Yeah. The This is uh, written by Jonathan Eggman with yeah. art by Ramon Perez. Uh, this is the most bare bones explanation I could possibly give you is uh, Magneto buys Emma Frost a house. And that's the book. Yeah. Um, it's one of those issues where you're like, if, if you bought it, you're like, did I waste five dollars? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's not a lot of like, there's not a lot of story, but the no. story that's there is like, if you are a fan of the characters who are in this, you might enjoy some of the like dialogue and banter that goes on. Yes, but it was still five dollars. Uh, I really enjoyed the issue. Yeah, like I, I'm gonna say out loud, I really enjoyed it. I don't want you to misconstrue. Like, my concern, you know, for your finances with, like, a lack of interest in the story. I thought it was really well written. It And it clearly is important. But, like, if you want to skip it, 
Magneto gets a special key from the bottom of the ocean. That he doesn't care about what it does. But it will come up in the big Secret Wars-esque X-Men event that Jonathan Taylor will, will happen in a year or two. So, you know, that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, Magneto got a neat key in an adventure with Namor. That's what happens in this. Also, Emma Frost gets a cool house. Right. And admittedly, it is super dope. Right. Is it dope because there's a sentinel head in it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's no, exactly true. why. And, like, I'm not gonna lie. I got some low-key, they banging vibes. Yeah. From the, like... Absolutely. Everyone is. Remember, if a, a collection of mutants in the vernacular is called an orgy. I know, but I'm, I'm just saying... No, but yeah, like, like it... Yes, Magneto and... Because, like, she, he doesn't... She asks him for a favor. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess you do want to have a favor locked away. If Emma Frost offers you the opportunity to have, like, a time that you can call on her to do something. Yep. Like, whammy someone's mind or whatever. You, you want You're going to do it. You're going to make it happen, especially if it's, like, what he ends up having to do. Yes. But, like, you know, there's still, like, they have dinner and it's, oh, like... Oh, yeah. No, it's very... It, it's... Yeah. I mean, it, it's very her, too. Like, that's very what she would do. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they were or weren't. Right. Like, <laughs> I, but I really enjoyed it. If you just want a cool, st- there's no B plot. There's no, and it's just Magneto is doing a favor for Emma. Mm-hmm. He meets up with Namor. They go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Then he meets up with Emma again. Yep. That's it. And the house is made. And I promise and you, the only thing that matters in it is that one day, yeah. later on, there will be one shot in this overall big event where Magneto's going to reach into his pocket. He's going to pull out this key. In his pouch. He went into a pouch. Yeah. You're going to go, where the hell did that key come from? Yep. This is the issue where that key came there from. There you go. Or maybe he's just like, maybe he has zero plans for this key. There's no way. And no, just one day. focused on this key. I don't know. I promise you this All key right. matters. I will say though, like Magneto not only like house hunts for her, well he island hunts for her mm-hmm. and then he builds her a house. Yes. So like he's clearly going to get an HGTV series like yeah. Magneto ha- on Holmes. Magneto house hunter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I, I really enjoyed it. I just enjoy, I just thought it, it was, was a cool story. It was, it was, but then when I realized how much it cost, I was like, that's frustrating. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not fair, but it definitely, in my opinion, did a better job of being a book about the character whose name is in it than Nightcrawler did. Yeah, that Nightcrawler book was a bait and switch. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so uh, I recommend it, but maybe in the discount bins. Here's what I recommend. Wait. I promise it'll be a dollar in a month. Right, because this like this is not a hundred percent like going to be necessary for the book, except for the fact that maybe Emma will live someplace else because Hickman wrote this, and then you'll be like, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like that's so not out of her character to just decide to go someplace else mm-hmm. that like I feel like it wouldn't be such a big deal. Yeah, this is well, this is her like if but, the shit hits the fan in Krakoa, I have a place to go. Yeah, but the the Sentinel head thing is really fun. It's really cool looking. I also like the like old sailor guy at the beginning. He's fun. I expected him to die. Why? Because it would be cruel. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kevin Meyer says, random question, what's your favorite Stephen King book? On writing. Oh, there you go. Followed by The Stand, I guess. I've never actually read one of his novels. Mm. You could... I would recommend something like Christine or Cujo. Yes. They're very easy to I read. Don't like, that one, it, don't it reads have, very fast. I don't have very much interest in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're short. Yeah, I probably... The bigger ones are like, you're, you're gonna go, what the hell am I even doing? That's what my problem is, is that, like, my, like, pre-knowing that, like, a lot of his books tend to, like, go places, that I was like, okay. Yeah. I love The Stand, but, like, no. Like, screw you for that ending. 
I did uh, read some of On Writing, though, because you had it. Yeah. And it was good. I really, yeah. Well, that's like a memoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron Caterasano says, Tiffany, imagine a once-in-future spinoff that focuses on the myths and stories of other cultures like John Henry coming back into modern America. So, okay. So, like, I get where you're coming from, but the reason that this is so successful is because the guy writing it is English. Yes. And is passionate about that like mythology yeah. and like Arthurian lore and all of that. And so that's why this works so well is because he has the know-how, the knowledge and the passion behind it. And so like, it wouldn't necessarily be a spinoff. You just have to do a totally different series written by somebody else, whatever culture that is, that has that same know-how and passion for it. That's true. Uh, hashtag Valiant. If you want to, hashtag uh, Valiant. If you want a free poster, hashtag Valiant. Uh, Alex Sanchez, wow. just, just sending some love. Thank you very much, Thank Alex. Thank you. Dan Axelrod, Simpsons actually called this. Hey, Mr. Moore, will you sign my copy of Watchmen Babies? Uh, please let Al let Watchmen rest. Yeah. Yeah, Watchmen, mm, uh, we'll see. Uh, I was talking to Ethan about it. He, he was very upset. Yeah. Ethan's getting upset. Yeah. Uh, Jack O'Connell, uh, hey guys, I hope you're both well with everything going on. I've kind of yeah. dropped off of comics for now. That's I'm fair. only following Aquaman and Amazing Spider-Man, but I'll always love your channel. Thank well, you, Well, thank you so much. Really you're always it. welcome here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, there was a period in time in my life where I only read Wizard. Like, I didn't read comics mm -hmm. at all. I just read Wizard to keep updated. Yeah. Um, oh, did we, did we bounce? Yeah, Damn it. it went down. Hmm. Uh-oh. There it is. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Denial says the Dark Ages. What is about nineties Marvel? Com what is it about nineties Marvel comics? Ha ha ha. Ha! I like that. Uh, Germox says longtime fan who can finally catch the show live. Just wanted to show my support. Thank you, well, Germox. Thank you so much. Really and hello. It. Yeah, welcome to the show, man. I made a a a, a, a SpongeBob esque imagination. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Uh, T-I-W-A-Y Vautier says, Tom Taylor has his own alternate universe in DC State Injustice. Has he ever worked in canon DC Universe? What canon books would you want him to see him on? Uh, I think he has. I, I can't just throw out a book for you right now off the top of my head, but I believe he has. And uh, I guess I put him on like Suicide Squad or any team book. Justice League would be great. Superman would be good. Mm -hmm. Batman. Literally, uh, he's written all of them. Green Arrow, he'd be terrific at because he loves that character. Um, an Oracle book starring Tim Drake. Uh, yeah, he'd be great at all of them. Uh, Detective, he'd do a Bat Family book. He'd, you know. uh, Cast the Last, any more collaborations or interviews with other comic creators on YouTube channels coming our way? No. Uh, the only interviews you're going to be seeing in the near future are with creators, like comic creators. Uh, we haven't teamed up. Yeah, they said with other comic creators. Oh, I'm sorry. No, or, or other comic channels. <laughs> uh, yes, comic creators. Yes. Yeah, stay tuned tomorrow for a comic book creator interview, and then hopefully... Uh, by the end of the month, we'll have something very special in the it's, works. It's a cool one. It's a cool tomorrow. It, yeah, tomorrow's very cool. I hope you watch it. Please uh, do. Please watch it. Yeah, please. Watch it. it would be. I'll it know would, if you did. It would help us out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you might be interested. I won't be able to do anything, but I'll know. I'll know. But yes, uh, tomorrow. Stay tuned. Uh, there's a hint in the Instagram stories right now about what who who we're interviewing. Is it? Yeah. Um, also, uh, another huge thing coming up if it actually coalesces. It's going to blow your mind. And then, like a week later, another interview that, if it happens, will blow your mind. No, it's not Alan Moore. No, it's not Grant Moore's. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We, we are definitely having more creators on the channel, despite the fact that they don't do nearly as well as, like, other shows we've done. Uh, but I don't but care. But they're really insightful, and, really like and they're awesome, and, yeah. Yeah, I like making them, and I like doing them, and I think, you know, you guys benefit from seeing them. And the right people do. Uh, so... 
Viv102, need Ethan review of Watchmen TV show. Yeah, I would love to see that. I would do it. I would would love to record a show like that. Uh, He has no interest in watching it. I was going to say, I think that would require him to watch it. He would have to watch it, which (laughs) he has not. Uh, Yeah. But I would love, I, you know, if I if I had the if I could pay him to do it, I would. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Dowling, hey guys, you two are always the start. You guys, you two always start the week off right for me. Yeah, oh, thanks a lot. That's our uh, happy Monday. All knowing Sage Sal, the beautiful inquisitive Tiffany, I oh. officially crown you team. Hashtag so great. <gasps> love you guys. I'm Thank you, Kenneth. We really appreciate it. That's I'll take hashtag. that crown. Yeah. Hashtag so great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, more. Uh, you got any more? Yeah, I read Once a Future. This is like again a book that I don't want to. I don't like to spoil. Yeah, you don't want to believe it. It continues to be freaking awesome and like drawn beautifully, and like, <laughs> it's just I just love it. Like I say, I, this is the book I save every time it's time for us to read books for the show. I'm yeah. like, this is the one I'm going to save and enjoy it with my iced coffee, which is what I did today. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks awesome, and like I love that we're finding out like just the machinations that Merlin has. Where like he's like That's not right. They just introduced Merlin recently. Didn't well, they they, re- they introduced Merlin and Beowulf is here and like just what his plans are and it was like so obvious when he said it out loud. I was like, oh, <laughs> and like we don't even know the full scope of it. Ooh. And that's what I really love about it. And I was like, oh crap. Yeah. And then there's like a nice cool reveal at the end. Nice. Like, oh, and now they're gonna deal with this. Ooh. And I'm excited for this <laughs> yeah. because what this is probably means that this other thing is coming, which I was like, oh, that's scary too. Is that just what you're assuming is going to happen? Like yes. you're, you're just inferring? I'm inferring. Good. That's great. I am inferring. So I don't know anything, but I don't want to ruin it if you haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, I just, it's just such a good looking book yeah. and it's so well written and it's so much fun and it's just action packed and just, oh my God. Yeah. I don't ever want Dan Mora like to be off this book. Yeah. But I also really want Dan Mora to do other things. Mm. But it, again, it won't look like this hundred percent because some of it is just this crazy coloring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh God. The coloring on this book overall has been fantastic. Oh yeah. And even when it's not like crazy colors, like it just looks it great. Just look how satisfied yep. Bridget is yep. here. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, a book so can be good. made or destroyed by its color. It can, and it, it, it's just such a great, great um, book, honestly. Once in Future, if you're looking for an action-adventure kind of book that really uh, weighs heavily on the like, mythologi- like mythological, magical elements of things without being too that, yeah. it's, it's perfect. It's also just like, it's, it's cheeky. Ooh. He's British. And he's I right. said that earlier, so <laughs> it's cheeky. Give him my help. He's, give him my hand. He's British. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice this is galaxy quest yeah <laughs> rab l can't wait to see what you guys have in store for the channel uh love what you do keep in, keep on keeping on thank you very much you too mm-hmm. um by the way we do be the interview that's happening tomorrow i cut out a segment and it's only gonna be on the patreon Ooh. so Ooh. if you want to know that means i'm not gonna see it because i don't support you that just felt like that would be weird. Yeah. It's weird when I give super chats. Yeah. I get called out on that. If I'm not on the episode, I give a super chat. People are like, are you super chatting? I'm like, well, I want my question right. I'm a fan too. <laughs> I'm a fan too. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I read Amazing Spider-Man number 44 from Spencer and Jacinto. Uh, this is, you know, I, I was giving Spencer a hard time last week where I was like, this better be part of the friggin' kindred thing. And it kind of is. Uh, it, it's... Things, it pretends like things are going to happen. And the way it's in... He had four great pages in a 22-page book. 
In this? Yeah. Oh. Like, the art is really fun, and I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. Uh, the story is, like, practically non-existent. Oh. But Peter has a bad dream that indicates... Well, there's a bad dream in the story, and then there's another bad dream within the dream... Uh, which, like, Kindred says, like, isn't that lazy? Like, can't you believe that we did a dream within a dream? It's like, fuck you. Just because you did that doesn't mean that you didn't... It doesn't absolve you of the laziness of what you did. Right. If you, you can't always have the character look at the camera and go, like, I'm making schlock. Isn't that silly? Like, no. It's not fun if you do that. Especially if you've wasted, like, a year of stories indicating that you're going to do more stories like this issue you literally could have read the first arc and skipped everything and then just read this and you would have missed nothing that's a problem oh like you need to make every issue indispensable or at the very least every arc indispensable or at the very least every story feel indispensable but this is very disposable uh the story itself there is no story like, Do we it, find out who Kindred is? No. <laughs> You're, no. No. But Are you out? No. I mean, like, I gotta keep reading it because, like, I need to know what happens. Right. But, like, the, the big reveal, big moment in the story is that, like, Peter's still thinking about proposing to Mary Jane again. Remember when we did that? Like... Six months ago, right? Well, I mean, like it's like you he, know, that's a big decision. I, I that I understand him still. So he did it already. Like, and we had like we had twenty years of stories as a result. But like we, he doesn't know that. We know that this is gonna happen. We we know that like he's he is showing you where we're going, and he's telegraphing where you where he wants you to think we're ending up. And at the end, like Peter goes through this like crazy scary dream. And then uh, Kindred talks to you and he's like, I bet you're wondering who I am and where we're going and why we're taking so long. And like, oh my God, I can't believe we wasted our time doing a dream within a dream. But I promise you, this wasn't Peter's dream. This was the Spider family's dream. And so he's like, hey, let's do some more things Sal hates. Like, instead of making Peter unique and special and doing a story about him... Let's drag the rest of the characters that make him more and more redundant by, you know what I mean? Here's all the other spider characters. I hate the spider family. I, I appreciate that they exist and I know that they, everyone has their own favorite characters. For me, every time you add another spider character, you diminish Peter's specialness. But like... Uh, I guess what it is, is like, there's something like cool there and like maybe why it works with like the Bat family is because like they have the like, entire run of Gotham and Gotham is such a dangerous, horrible place. Well, at least one of them isn't in Gotham and one of them right. in this is like not even from this freaking universe. Right, right. But like having them all in New York, if they are in New York, mm -hmm. like that's like, it, there's a lot of heroes in New York already and so like, and, I understand and, and, why yeah. it seems like it's unnecessary at times, but I do think it has done a lot to like bring like a lot of people in yeah. by having the spider characters mm -hmm. because like there's something like intrinsically likable about Spider-Man and then to spread it around like I don't know it's kind of oh, cool. And I I, I remember th talking about this and I, I was it was an Instagram live show and not on this which is why I was like oh I, I think I'm repeating myself mm -hmm. but like for me I'm like I get Miles because Spider-Man has always been like headed to covered so you never know who's in it and he could be anybody. But the fact is, he is, like, the whitest person on the human, like, on the planet. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's one thing to be like, Spider-Man can be anybody, but there's another thing to be like, if you know anything about Spider-Man, you know he's, like, a really white guy. Yeah. Uh, but, like, 
And there's another thing to say, like, well, make a character that is for, like, for you. Or to, for, for like, Donald Glover loves Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it, for him, it's like, this is a character that I could be. And, but there's another, there, there's something intrinsically important about there being a character that looks like you. Mm-hmm. And is from your culture or from your, from your world. And I get that Miles is that. Because, and, and it's why he's more powerful as Spider-Man than like mosaic was yeah and like but why you shouldn't discount like static like static is a unique character that exists that caters to a particular demographic and makes people feel like oh that's my character it's my hero uh but why he's so successful versus why like they're like why night thrasher isn't you know what i mean well it also think helps with like when they were created and the like care that went into creating them you know what i mean like Miles has a, a really good backstory. Yeah. Well, Miles is a rounded character, and he could be anyone. Yeah. Like, you could have made him any character. And the origins and his his appeal and his cast of characters and his supporting characters make him a rounded character that probably, in all probability purposes, wouldn't have gotten the leverage and the legs to expand on that and give you those characters if he weren't called Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And so I get why Miles works as a Spider-Man. And I understand them, appreciate it, and I'm glad he, that like he exists. Right. But then you have like a thousand other characters, like you have 14 different Spider Women, and the only reason why you do is because not all of them worked in the time when they were invented. Like, right, right. Julia Carpenter was a redundant Spider Woman, but like Jessica Drew wasn't a very popular character anyway, and Aranya was another one because like oh we needed to make a Spider Woman who was younger, and now she's 20 years old, and Silk is that again because that's 20 years old, and then Spider Gwen is that because Silk is 10 years old, and every 10 years you got to make another Spider Woman. Like come on. And why do they, and none of them have anything to do with each other. And then to say like, no, look at all these disparate characters that don't, that would never call each other or be friends. And they're all part of the same family because they all have the same goddamn power set. Like that right. sucks. Right. And it's just, it's, it's, it, and it's all because the Bat family exists and they all sell because they sell off of the coattails writing of the number one best-selling superhero comic monthly every month. So you can't replicate that success. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, like, he's like, no, like, Kindred's like, I bet you're pretty excited about me and the event that I'm going to be about. But hey, look, it's going to involve all the spider characters again. Like that story that Dan Slott did at the end of his run. Remember when he shoehorned all of them into that? Yeah. God damn it. Like, the story is... But maybe it'll be interesting. We don't know. The story is well written. Uh, the The issue is well written. It touches upon a few things that I really like. And it is telegraphing some things that I want. Mm -hmm. Peter and Mary Jane getting back together. The fact that he reminded you of it makes it go like, don't do it too loudly. Editorial will hear and make you not do it. But maybe you're just trying to cash in on me wanting you to do it. And that's why I'm buying it because I'm so unhappy with this book and would never buy it. Mm -hmm. And like, that's very cynical, but like, that's the world we live in. So probably that. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. Like, Peter leaves this really long message, and he even says, like, in the message, I can't believe your voicemails have cut me off, which probably means that he didn't leave the message and it was in his head. Right, So, right, right, right. like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bullshit in this, in this issue that looks very good, that kicks the can down the road, and sets up more stuff that is exciting. Like, hey, Sin, Eater, Sin Eater's back, and he has powers this time. 
Okay, I guess that's interesting. Is it interesting? <laughs> Do I care? I mean, like, hey, you know what? At least it's an original character from Spider-Man's past and not uh, a new character that Spencer's like, I hope they make a, an action figure and movie tie-in character of this mm-hmm. so I get paid for days. That's cool. Right, right, right. Keep it up. Like, I, I want more. Meh. Like, but this issue was better than the last one, just not fantastic. Okay. So, you know. I didn't uh, mean to touch, but oh, okay. sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what's next? Um, that was it for the stuff that I read on my side. Okay. Yeah, well, then we can talk about Empire. Did you read Empire? I did read. I read Empire. I read... Strange Adventures. Um, yeah. And, oh, that's uh, right. I also wrote that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Empire number one came out. Uh, yes, here we is, go. This... Which really threw me off. And then you reminded me that those were zero issues. And I was yes. like, oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, we read Empire, num- uh, Fantastic Four Empire and Avengers Empire number zero. Both yes. zero issues. Now it's Avengers Fantastic Four Empire number one. Yep. And this is the event. Yeah, here's the event. And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I mean, it doesn't, like, like, literally part of the way of the book, you're like, I already know where this is going. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, you've already figured out where this is going, but seemingly they're not doing a civil war, hopefully not. No, which no, I was like, no. By the end of this, I was like, okay, if we keep going down this path, cool. Don't Obvi- do The a most civil obvious war. thing ends up happening right at the end. And you're like, yeah, I saw this coming a mile away, but I don't think they were trying to hide that no. so well. No. Like, I think the Zero issues were maybe supposed to, like, lead you to that, like, cynical, like, oh, there's going to be another Civil War. But, like, this issue, if you just read this, they obviously kind of recap what happened in the other two a little bit. You do miss out on the fact that there's something possibly going on with Tony, like, in Avengers Zero, you got that feeling that yeah, it's that almost like, like Krakoa, like messy, like uh-huh. that kind of like thing, like like you know some sort of like pheromone or something like that, something in the air that seems to have kind of messed with him. Yes. And so like you know he might have missed out on some key things. You're not really getting that here, but maybe they'll either that's not a thing or they'll reveal it later on. Right. Um, but it, it, it's the, the plant people were bad. Yeah. Like, oh no! Who uh, thought? Which is kind of cool because like. Seemingly, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, the 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 Kree and the Skrull, they're on the right path here. Everyone handles it in completely all the wrong ways. Yep. Possible, as you see always at the beginnings of these things, we seemingly have kind of gotten that kind of stuff out of the way. Now, does that mean everybody's going to work together in the next issue? Probably not. Yeah. But, like, at least they, like, they're like, okay, let's deal with this right now. Let's not, let's not, you know, bury this lead for too long. Yes. You know, Tony has an idea of what's going on. Um, Hulkling has an idea of what's going on. Hulkling's the one that's got to make the call. Yep. Reed's trying to make a call on what's going on. Yep. And then it's just like, okay, nope. Nope. Like, the Hulkling was right. Yep. But, and I, I love, I love the tree people look. They're cool I think looking. it's cool. There's like a little tiny adorable one. <laughs> like, I really dig their, like, face, like, on these, like, longer necks of, like, foliage like it's just cool like they have these creepy masks like there's something beautiful and also terrifying about them i just i find it to be very fun yeah it is fun fun. like some horrific stuff happens to the fantastic four in Mm -hmm. this um we get a lot of reed talking about how powerful sue is i like that in this yeah like in a way where they're like it seems like they're always trying to give her some of the damage that was done to her early on yes as a character you know what i mean like there is like something to be said about her original um, I, I the 
the way she was portrayed yeah. when, she, when Stan and Jack first brought exactly. Her. And it seems like they're trying to always fix that, where it's like, no, like her, like her power set could be pretty cool. It could be very dangerous. And yes, like, you know. I also, for some reason, read her in the voice of the cartoon. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I hear that voice too. I, I was like, Scott, because she was saying like, "Darling, okay, dear. darling," and I'm like, "Yes." You know, Dan Slott. I didn't even watch that cartoon until like you, you showed it to you me. You know, Dan Slott writes his superheroes I know. using animated voice characters. I know, I know. But he uses the 60s one for Spider-Man characters. There you go, yeah. But there's no way he doesn't use those characters. <laughs> By the way, if you're if you're wondering like, hey, what voice does that sound like and you don't want to watch the Fantastic Four cartoon, just watch Family Guy because it's the uh, it's the reporter lady. Oh. Yeah, Tom Tucker's person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what her name is. I think she died in the fan, in the Family Guy universe, but, but um, anyway. Yeah, we also get to see some, like, cool stuff, like Ghost Rider Ugh. flying. A Quinjet. A Quinjet. And what does he do? The thing we talked about in our Avengers episode, where it's like, uh, so he, if he rides anything, it becomes like a chair, like, yep. Yep. Well, he has to drive it. He has to drive it. And it has twin pennants there, like, cannons. Which, I, like, I dug that, because, like, the idea behind that was they were trying to do this in a non-lethal fashion. Yes. And so they're just like, making everybody feel bad. Yeah. Be scared, blah! And then, you know, Glory shows up, and it's like, mm -hmm. nah. I've, I'm designed not to feel bad about things. Okay. What do you think of the uh, Black Panther mech? I didn't initially realize it was a mech. Me the either. The way it was drawn until he landed and was fighting, and I was like, oh. Oh, it's a mech. It's cool. Like, the weird razor blade claws. <laughs> I mean, I guess for him, it's like everyone around him... Like, not that he doesn't have superpowers, because Black Panther does, but Black Panther's also, like, crazy smart. And so, like, I don't fault him for being like, if Iron Man can have a suit, yeah, I can have a suit. Exactly. And it'll look like a cat... And I don't care. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he comes from this, like, world where, like, science is, like, awesome, but there's also this, like, you know, supernatural element. Yeah. Combine the two. Why right. not? I'm down. Yeah, he's Stark space. doesn't do that, so why not? He's, he's fighting aliens. Now's the time. Yeah. It was... It, I enjoyed it. Uh, there were a few moments for me that felt a little, like, not inauthentic, but, like, kind of hacky. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah. I'm ready for an event where the Avengers, where the Marvel Universe teams up to fight an actual bad guy. Yeah. Like, if this were written 20 years ago, it'd be the Skrulls. But right. it's But it's not the Katati. So whatever, that's this fine. This literally, like, you know, we talk about how, like, um, metal is a, like, summer blockbuster kind of thing. Yes. This feels like they're trying to do, like, an Independence Day. Yeah. This you feels like, I mean? this feels like a Marvel movie. Like, they're literally just trying to do that. Like, this isn't something that you're probably going to come out the other end of it with, like, you know, like, a lot of hard-hitting feelings or, like, deep no. dives into character development. It feels like it's going to be one of those, like, this was fun. Like, yeah. almost like Monsters Unleashed. But more successful. Where it's, like, almost a completely forgettable event. But, mm -hmm. like, if you read it, you probably have a good time. Yes. It just, it, like, that's it. I don't know if that's worth, if you're, like, on a budget for you right now. Well, just don't buy the tie-ins. Right, because, like, there are going to be a lot of tie-ins, um, but, like, I don't know if that's worth it for you right now. If you're not looking for that, but if you are looking for something that's, like, just silly and over-the-top, because there is a lot of ridiculous, over-the-top stuff that happens in this book. Yes. Um, and, like, they've got, like, thought journals going, and, like, I do kind of, like, it's silly and, like, dull. Well, and it's a carryover from the book that they're from. So, like, because the... Because Slot wrote Fantastic Four and is writing Fantastic Four, yeah. he can carry over all the stuff that he does in Fantastic Four yeah. so that it feels like it's still a part of that book. Right. But, like, 
I'm not going to say this is like, you know, like, you know, high storytelling. No. You know what I mean? Like at all. This is just, they're just having a good time. Yeah. On the page. Yeah. And it's, it feels like a Marvel book. It, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Right. I, I'm like, I did it. They didn't even try to remind you about, uh, Hulkling and Wiccan's relationship. I feel like that will be the big linchpin at the end. Okay. Uh, Wiccan will probably die and the Hulkling will be mad. Right. Uh, but like. The kids are there. They're going to be important. They, they, those kids are also super important. with the other kids. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because it's like, you know, you know, brother and sister. They're like, you know, the scroll and the Cree. It's a male and a female. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so hijinks will ensue, I'm sure, with yeah. them. Um, I'm sure they'll be the linchpin of the entire thing. Sure. Like, I'm sure it's going to be the kids and it's going to be Wicked. Yeah, like, I'm uh, just really hoping that, like, after this, that, like, everyone just kind of teams up to fix this. I agree. Um, because we kind of got the, like, you know, who sides who? Like, what are you doing there? Ah! We did that, and then, but then it's over. Like, yeah. we're, we, we're good. Yeah. Like, hopefully it's, well, uh, clearly. It's very clear. And they, they, I would be, if I were the Fantastic Four, I'd be pissed at the Avengers, but I would understand why they would have thought to, to do what they do. Also, they fixed She-Hulk, uh, but only if she has, like, a special hammer. Yeah, and, like, like meditation techniques. Right. Mm-hmm. It, as long as they, like, shove the crystal into her body or something. Because, like, if you're going to add a... Like, She-Hulk is a weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't need a hammer. But Well, whatever. unless... Well, they... and I'm wondering if this is going to... They're going to use it against the Avengers and the Fantastic Four because that was given to her by the... Katati, uh, Katati, yeah. So, like, I'm wondering if that wasn't, like, a way in order for them to, like, have also an enforcer of some kind. Yeah. Like, I don't even, like, we're going to tell you you need a weapon because we're going to need a weapon. Exactly. And you're And you're green. Weapon. I mean, like, it fits. Right. Like, you're just, you're on brand for us. Anyway. Yeah. Right. In a way. Yeah. It's cool. Like, it's, it's silly. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. It's silly. And, like. But I, no complaints. No. I, it was just action-packed, punching. Yep. Fun, like, silly things that people say. Yes. But again, if you're on a budget and that's not the kind of book you're looking for, don't pick it up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you're like, I don't want to deal yeah. with a, and no one an else event is doing, right now, yeah. no one's going to blame you. And no one else is doing anything with it. Like, you're just going to have to deal with, like, the tie-ins and this and, the, and probably Fantastic Four, but not Avengers. Right. And so you, you're good. And you could probably pick it up later on in discount bins or in trade if it's like, you know what? I kind of wanted to see what this was all about. Yeah. And Marvel's not hurting, so like you can trade weight on this. Right. So like I'm just saying like if you're not looking for something silly, over the top, extra packed, whatever, don't grab it. It's okay. Yeah. Nobody's uh, going to be upset. Avengers Fantastic Four Empire number one from Al Ewing, Dan Slott, Valerio uh, Skitty, and Marta Gracia. Uh, I'd, ch- I'd say check it out. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about the budgets at this point for people. Completely. Rab L, can't wait to see what you guys have in store for the channel. Love what you do. Keep on keeping on. I believe I read that already. Sorry I think about so that. too, but hey, double thanks. Yeah. Appreciate uh, super that. Super duper. Uh, Headass says, I love you guys. Just wanted to say you have helped me through a lot of difficult times. Oh. Whenever I feel down, comma pop lifts me off. Thank, well, thank you very you so much. much. Super I hope things are getting better. Same here. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, Guy of Steel, hey guys, been watching for six years, and Ooh. I just wanted to say I love you guys. My favorite comics channel, always value your opinions and love for the books. Well, thank, thank you, you so very much, much. Guy of Steel. I like your thank name, you. uh, and thank you much for sticking with us. Six years. I like that. That's yeah, good. been around a long time. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, hashtag Valiant, everybody. Doctor uh, Comic, hey Salentiff, loved the Batman Damned episode. Oh, thank you. I agree. Thank Check you, it out if you haven't already. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that so much. I really enjoyed that conversation. Me that too. It was good. It was really good. I had a good time with that. If you want to pick up, if you want to get your own 
metal, displate, valiant piece of art in... Not, not even these characters. You can pick whichever one you want. You want to enter the giveaway for that. We're going to be picking two people at the end of the episode. All you have to do is put hashtag valiant, be someplace on the earth where things can be like delivered to. to you, and you have to be here at the end of this this whole thing. Yes. You have, you have to, to be here. You have to be able to shout out into the chat, I'm here and I'm ready. Uh, Raj Patel, have a great day, guys. You too, Raj. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. Um, Dr. Comic, Tom King will write a Rorschach maxi series. I don't know how I feel about this. Tentatively excited, cautiously optimistic. Uh, I told Ethan about it. He doesn't like the idea. At, he wasn't even willing to hear like what like. There, and that's the thing is that like if you are a Watchmen purist before Watchmen, Doomsday Clock, this it's all horrible. Yeah. If you uh, liked before Watchmen, you're probably gonna be more excited about this because that's not Azarello King. I remember in 2017 on Twitter I said Tom King would write a terrific Rorschach book. Right, and and I, I agree. And what's funny is that I'm over here like talking about how like Mr. Miracle was great and like I'm really digging Strange, Strange Adventures. Adventures and how like they're he's taking characters that maybe aren't quite as beloved and like darkening them, of course, and so not everyone's on board for that right. necessarily. And then I'm gonna say this, which I'm like, I don't like that idea. Yeah. Mainly because of the fact that while I support Mr. Miracle and Strange Adventures. Anna Strange and Mr. Miracle exist in the DC universe and are used there and they have their adventures and their stories there. And so like changing them up, like seemingly for this for Mr. Miracle, questionably out of continuity. Yeah. Same with this. We don't know. I, I think it might be. I think it is. I think it is. Um, but like Watchmen is its own thing or yes. it should have been its own thing. And by writing this other book, now you're going to be informing the way people read that text. Yeah. Like, Tom King or any other writer is going to be changing how people interpret Watchmen. Watchmen. Because well, it's really hard. And like, even if you say like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Not everybody has that like ability to separate the two yeah. and be like, I'm just going to read Watchmen now. Like if you read that first, people cut in the future. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll read, oh, I read this Rorschach book. Let me read this now. Like now I have to take what I learned in here and I'm going to apply it to that. And that's where I'm struggling with it, I think. So yeah. I don't know. Does it I mean I'm not going to read it? Probably not. I'll probably will read it anyway because I'm a shill. Um, <laughs> I, I assume it's not about Walter Kovacs. Okay. But, you know, it is still... It is... It, it, it's it's still going to color things, yeah. I think. Like, well, it's, it's still, still making money off of the Watchmen brand. Yeah. So who knows? I know, and we don't even know which which Rorschach it could be. But so. even, if it, even if it is a different Rorschach, like, it will the still. way he depicts the world... Yes. Like, even afterwards will... It still affects how you how you read that. Yeah. Even Doomsday Clock does that. Yep, it you does. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. Uh Mew Mew O'Donnell says, Speaking of Fantastic <laughs> Four, what trade would be a good place to start? Love the Dand episode. Oh, thank you. Uh when it comes to Fantastic Four, I mean like we did The Coming of Galactus, it's a lot of fun. It's, it gives you a little feel for like what the book is like, what mm -hmm. the family is like. Uh that's in the description of our actually episode, so you can click it there. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, that was in the Marvel Masterworks collection, I believe. But as far as, like, Fantastic Four goes, you can't go wrong with John Byrne's run. Uh, I enjoyed some of Mark Wade's run. Uh, and, and, and you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, there's a lot of Fantastic Four I really enjoy. Uh, mm -hmm. But I would, I would stick with, like, I would go with the, with the John Byrne one. Uh, there's a there's a trade I have called the Trial of Galactus. I don't know if it's called that anymore, but it's a fun collection of a lot of like John Byrne isms and stuff. I would check that one out. That's fun. Uh, yeah, um, and I think that's it as far as super chats go. We're gonna we're gonna get to more books as as we go, uh, which we should right now. Strange Adventures, Tiffany, tell us more about it. <laughs> 
Uh, Strange Adventures, uh, written by Tom King with art by Mitch Jarrods and Evan Shaner. Um, Black Label book, uh, 12 issue mini series about a character um, who were like clearly questioning the morals and, and scruples of. Mm -hmm. However, seemingly this issue, issue three, takes a turn and focuses possibly not th that it's Adam that's the problem. It could be his wife. Yes. I got some serious Manchurian candidate almost vibes from this possibly. Okay. I was like, is that what we're doing here? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and I don't know because when King writes these, he often does things, I, I swear, where he's like trying to lead you down one path and it's like, it's not that path. Yeah. But I'm going to make you feel that. And so like, when I got that, by the end, I was like, are we doing Manchurian candidate? Or are you trying to make me think you're doing Manchurian <laughs> candidate? Yeah. Um, obviously the last issue really focused on Mr. Terrific and a little bit of like his character and which I think was great yep. because I think it really helps to, um, introduce him in this comic series and like what he's all about here. Totally. Um, but also to give people backstory if they don't know who he is. And mm -hmm. I think it also just helps too, because like he's going to play a vital role. In this. Yeah. He's doing the investigation on Adam Strange. Um, and whether or not, like, A, he's a good person, or, or, like, should he be in trouble for, like, war crimes? Did he, like, beat this person? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot going on there. His wife is constantly out there being like, this is bullshit and whatever. Like, she's definitely playing the political role here. Big time. Which is seriously why I'm, like, thinking that, like, there's something messed up with Strange. And yeah. that, like, maybe, like, he is a sleeper agent. Yeah. I'm like... Maybe the pick's one, and she's not even <laughs> who she is. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but we definitely get that, like, flashback to Ran. Yes. Where, like, we see Adam in this, like, gladiatorial arena, and, like, she's watching on, and, like, she's like, yeah, he's gonna win, and, like, he is, like... Not gonna win. Like <laughs> well, he's clearly not going to win, and then he totally does win, and it is brutal in the fashion that he wins, and what I love about that series of events a there's this really cool dialogue going on between him yes. and his combatant plus what she's talking about because she's having her own conversation by herself yeah like, she's not talking to anybody but she is talking out loud mm -hmm. she may be talking to somebody maybe i don't know maybe she's talking to the, the ruler but seemingly she's doing her own thing over mm -hmm. there um but like as like he is turning the tides and as he wins and brutally massacres his opponent yeah the art like almost does this blend of like shaner's work and yes. jared's work because jared's work obviously has this like grit to it yep. which is really cool because it puts you into that like real world scenario kind of thing and like the shaner art has this like idealistic kind of coloration to it mm -hmm. but like when he does this it just gets grittier and grittier until it's this like amazing like just all red panel of yeah. his face it's just spectacular I, I i loved it i loved it so much yeah um but it also shows you the brutality oh, that he has in him which of course is going to make you question whether or not like he is innocent yes and like what is going on does he have PTSD? Is he forgetting this? Is he like altering like what he wants to remember from this? What happened to his, the, the question of his daughter? Yeah. I am, I cannot wait to oh, find I out know, what know. happened to his daughter. Like well, for real. And the question or is, is like, it, is it something that she's doing? No, I'm talking. No. <laughs> is it something that his wife is doing? Is she making him forget? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, it is maybe he was going to lose until he was reprogrammed or like she activated him. Right. And so like, yeah, maybe he did kill that guy. Yeah. And he didn't even know it. Right? Like, he doesn't even remember doing it necessarily. Yeah. She, like, I love the way she's depicted in this, especially in the, like, modern DC universe. Yep. Where, like, 
you know, there are like elements to her that are like from Rand. Like she wears a lot of like interesting jewelry, but she's like, you know, button down shirts, that kind of thing. Yep. She's like always smoking. Yep. And like she has a real femme fatale vibe to her. Yeah. Like she has like right at the end, there's like almost like femme fatale meets like Bond girl moment where she's in the pool. She comes out wearing the all white bathing suit and Batman's there. Mm-hmm. And there's that great photo that is taken of her blowing smoke, smoke in Batman's, in Batman's face. face. And like, it's interesting because there is like, someone takes that. Yep. Photo and then she they, must have arranged to happen. Right, but they put it up on the news and the question is like, oh, is that how you treat your heroes? And it's like, oh, are they talking about strangers? They're talking about Batman. You know, I just like that read on it where it's like, you can interpret that how you would like. Obviously, they're going to educate us on that, I'm sure, later on. Yep. Um, I really like this book because it, while it has that same um, care and like, like again, like I don't want to use the word darkness, but like it is yeah. like it is a darker side to a character that Mr. Miracle had. It's in a different way. Yes. Um, and there's a greater mystery here. And while like with Mr. Miracle there was its own mystery going on in its own way where it's like, what happened to him and is he alright? Yeah. This is like very much like a real mystery and like Mr. Terrific is clearly going to get to the bottom of this. Absolutely. In this book though, we definitely see heroes, which we didn't see. As in much Mr. Miracle, Mr. Miracle. Like, we, they were referenced, but they, like, other than um, Booster Gold and, and, Blue Beetle. and Blue Beetle, we didn't really see them. In this, we've seen Superman, we've seen Batman, we see Hawkman in this. I love how Hawkman looks in this. He looks great. Like, the coloring on his armor is spectacular. It's, like, gleaming. Yeah. It's so cool. Because um, Strange is, like, meeting up with, like, their, these heroes as he's, like, fighting with them. And he's yes. trying to find out. Oh, my God. Like, he, he's like, yeah, I, I asked you to investigate me, but uh, could you give me some, like, insights as to, like, how they're investigating me and, like, what I could be well, doing to, like... they wanted Batman to do the investigation, and his wife is upset that Mr. Terrific is doing it yes. now. Like, as though, like, she had a plan for if Batman did it, and maybe she knew that Batman wouldn't do a full investigation because they're friends. Yeah, and that's why she's pissed, or, like, why, yeah. or why she's setting up Batman, because, like, there was definitely a, like... The, the photo that is taken of Batman is an indication that, like, they're using... I mean, she's politicizing their entire struggle. I know. And she's manipulating it like a head of state would, I which, know. of course, she was. I know. Like, I just... This issue, like, I was sold on the last issue because I really liked just a good getting issue. to know Mr. Terrific yes. in that issue. Mm-hmm. But this issue, I'm like, I I was like, if four was out right now, I would leave this show and go buy it. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, well, it, and, and it's, the, the trap has been sprung as far as, like, making you realize that this is a mystery and it is about something. And yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of it. It is it, it is a uh, character study, but it's it's about a story yeah like, and we are going to be like surprised yeah or, or learn something yeah um, did you did were you paying attention to twitter and how uh clearly mr terrific is modeled after columbo oh my god no because he no he doesn't do the he doesn't do the one, that is his just one he does more thing. the just but he didn't say just one more thing no but they they are indicating that like, oh he's gonna get him that he is Mr. Terrific is Columbo in this book. That's great. I love that. I was not, well, I wasn't on, I was off of social media all last week. That's right. So I missed all of that. Yeah. That's awesome. But, uh. But yeah, so Columbo, I did, I wish I had, oh, I should have, I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. But for me, Venturian Candidate is oh, where I'm at right now. Absolutely. Especially with like his smile, his whole, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, there's nothing there. There's nothing yeah. behind his eyes. No. Yeah. Like, I, but I, I, if it is that, that is, in my opinion, a very much a departure from like the like tropey kingisms that people have accused him of. Yeah. Where it's just who like, is this obscure character and how and why does he deserve to hit? Why is he sad? Yeah. And who is the woman who's going to help him out of it? I, I, if it, it is Manchurian Candidate, it is who is the woman who's, who's destroying, pulling, him. who's yeah. wrecking him from the inside out? Yeah. I'm like, but we'll see. Again, 
King tends to make you think something and then like pulls the rug out from underneath you, which I, I kind of dig. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because he tends to earn it with these 12 issue minis. So. How, do, how dope. Yeah. So it's a recommend. It's, it's a high recommend. They're on issue three. We're one fourth of the way through. I had to do really quick fractions there. Yeah. I suck at them. So if I'm wrong, sorry. Yeah. Um. So like, I would recommend you go back since we have had this delay in the books. You can yeah. catch up fairly easily. Easily, so. yeah. I, I totally recommend this book. Same. Uh, Very yeah. much on the opposite end of the spectrum of Empire. Yeah. Where, like, this book is, like, you're going to get in there. You're going to have a good time, but, like, you're probably going to watch somebody be tearn down, torn down. Yeah. No, I, I I also, just to echo your thoughts, I loved it. Yeah. It's just an excellent series. Tom King is not a hack. It's just, like, you know, depends on what he's forced to do versus what he wants to do. There you go. Taylor Pester, uh, the solicit for the Rorschach book sounds like a question book to me. I know he's based off question, but it's on the nose. Yeah. Uh, there is a great question book out right now from Black Label. Check that out if you you know if you're on the note or on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It sounds like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Dark Knight's Metal number two from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Manbatten, everybody. Uh, what does that mean? Okay. So um, I, I, that my my head covering was to the fact that you said that. Yeah. Well, don't forget we opened the book with with the Batum. Yeah. That one actually, I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, uh... But only for a second. Yeah. This is the first book that I realized that um, Wonder Woman's hair is um, ombre. Ombre? Yeah, it's like starts like, yeah. one color and goes into others. And I was like, yeah, oh, I it's didn't, pretty! I didn't notice that until you pointed it out. <laughs> Especially not in the last issue. Oh, I was just I don't like, know why. oh, it's so beautiful! Yeah. Moving on. Oh, sorry. Death Metal. It's Dark Knight's Metal too, So you know what it's called. But yeah, uh, I love the design for her. Also, there's a story where... Okay. So if you haven't already checked it out, uh, Benny and I interviewed Scott Snyder on our show Absolute Comics, which is actually on the main Comic Story channel. And he gave a lot of insight into this issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he talked about like, there was like a road warrior universe and Batman uploaded his consciousness into a, into a car... Or into many cars. It's the only car that was left, and it's a monster truck. Uh, and it gives a lot of insight into like all the other Batman, and and talks about like his his ideas. I am more interested in hearing Scott Snyder explain this than I am in reading this. Okay. Uh, Maybe he needs a director's commentary version of this. They've done yeah. those before. Like I've got a, a gigantic Sandman book, and yeah. I love it. It's right over there. I'm not gonna. No. Um, it's black and white though, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But in the sides, like they've like they've had hired people to come in and like give you some insight. I'd love to see that though with Scott. Yeah, just I, he could like, just release a podcast where each issue he he and Greg like talk about the issue and turn the you know like they could play, play make like a little tone like when you're reading a book in the eighties where it's like boop turn page. Okay, now we're on page three. Um, we reintroduce the JSA who are hiding in like uh you know a, a secret base. Where everyone's collecting their thoughts and old. Well, and they're old. Yeah. Well, uh, I just—it's just so funny because like they're yeah. all so old, and the Doctor Fate's like, "I'm not taking the helmet off." No, because you, you don't want to see how old I am. Uh, I'm not old. Essentially, Batman is—you know—he's—he's he's doing his thing. Wonder Woman's doing her thing, and yeah. you're like, "God, how many issues are we going to waste of that?" None. Uh, basically, Batman's here, and he's using his Black Lantern ring. And Scott made made a point of saying in the episode that we did, uh, he's not getting rid of the ring anytime soon. He's going to keep... This Batman is going to be using the Black Lantern ring. Right. Well, I mean, uh, like, why would you? Like, what are you going to, like, throw it? Like, oh... I genuinely thought he was just going to chuck it. 
Uh, I used it for that story. It's not an empty gun in well, a movie. I, right, but I used that in that in that scene. I don't need it anymore. But he's he's stamping all these different like uh, graves in this subterranean lair of fallen heroes that he's going to resurrect. Right, because that's what this is. This is like it, it's it, it, it's like the um, cemetery. Pet cemetery? Famous, no, the famous one where you bury soldiers. Arlington. Thank you. I was like, all I could see is the visual of it. Arlington. Yes. It's like the Arlington for superheroes, and it was hidden. And Wonder Woman was like, I don't even know if it's still around because I'm perpetual rechanged, reshaped everything for the Batman Labs. I yeah. don't know if this stuff survived. Right. Which is kind of cool because I guess if she didn't know it was there, it didn't get messed up. Yes. Like so, they're able to get to it, and that's where they are. And exactly. Like, I love that Batman's like, what's their power? What, what's the okay? What's this person's power? And I love that he must have been doing that for like a couple of hours, and then for when we check in with him, he's like, "I guess we might as well just resurrect them all." I mean, right. like, what am I even wasting I, my time? I imagine for? Hex is like, "Why did I even bother?" You're a bastard. Yeah. Also, hey, Jonah Hex is here. Yeah. Well, um, he was here in the other one. He oh, was in right. the, the first one. Like he he led the the army. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. So there's a panel here that basically gives you the rundown of what the story is, like mm -hmm. what what the good guys are going to be trying to do. And it is that they're going to travel into the dark multiverse to the original crises, steal crisis energy, and then use it to funnel it into the Dr. Manhattanized Wally West and let him, like, reboot the universe Right, again. well, that's Wonder Woman's plan. Batman was like... We're gonna create a world and live on that in secret. Yeah, and she's like, that's not what we're gonna do. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll be a blend of those two ideas. Sure. That'll be the end. Well, he's not happy with her plan. No, but he is on board. He is on board, but he's not happy. Well, that's because Hex gives Batman a rallying speech that we don't hear. That's right. Because what could he possibly say? Yeah. Um, so, there's a lot that I do enjoy about this book. Uh, one thing that I mentioned in the other in the, in that episode was the pacing. Um, each chapter break feels like a complete issue. Like, it feels like a full issue of the book... And then you get a chapter break, and you get another issue. So mm -hmm. there's basically three issues in this one issue. Yeah. And it it gives the illusion of getting more book for your money. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. I like the multiple endings. I like the extra stuff. And I want more for my money. Right. And, I, and when I'm in this kind of like monthly story with this crazy shit... I want to get as much as I can because the last thing I want is to be like reminded that there's going to be a cool thing that happens in the next issue and then I got to wait another issue for that cool thing. They're going to do that, but I might as well get a bunch of cool things as we go. Right. So that's really well paced. Uh, and Snyder talks about that a little bit where he mentioned like it's rare to be able to do that and you get those moments so you can take a breath and then move and switch gears and you can do time jumps. Mm -hmm. And the time jumps don't seem as jarring because you get a chapter break. Really cool, well, like well made. Uh, obviously, the Batman who last does not die, or at the very least, his brain doesn't. They uh, they skip a lot of exposition, which I was very surprised by. Like, yeah, that they removed the the Batman who laughs brain, and then put it into Doctor Manhattan. What that like, and they don't even really explain it. But Snyder does in the interview where he talks about how. There is a dark multiverse version of Bruce Wayne who does everything. But in one of them, he found out about Dr. Manhattan. I guess he read Doomsday Clock. And so he tries to recreate the experiment that create, that makes Osterman into Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's not Dr. Manhattan in this story. It's that 
Bruce Wayne becomes his own Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And that one died, or they took him. Wouldn't it be Dr. Gotham? Yes, but... <gasps> no, there's I, no, I, no, I think Manhattan It must should exist. be Dr. Gotham. No, it shouldn't be, because the, it's based on the Manhattan Project, yeah. and as long as that happened, unless it was the Gotham Project instead, so regardless, uh-huh. I just, you know. <laughs> but uh, he died, or they killed him, or what? Or who cares? Because they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. But they remove his brain like it's an itchy and scratchy cartoon, and they pop the Batman Who Laughs brain into it. And because I guess it's you know Doctor Manhattan type it body, it absorbs it. It just absorbs it, and it, it gets him. Yeah. And so now you've made the Batman Who Laughs infinitely more powerful. But they also make a point of saying, like, he's kind of changed. Like, not that it, it... We didn't get all of the Batman Who Laughs. We got some other kind of thing. Right. Uh, so we reveal that he can... You know, he's he's Dr. Manhattan. He can change everything. He can change anyone. And he reforms himself back into what he was. But, of course, blue. Uh, and, uh, you know, call... The checks in. Hey... Hey, what's going on? Clearly... Hey, hey honey, how, how are things going at home? Oh, they're good. Don't worry. We're fine. We're fine. I'm not going to try and overthrow you or anything. And the reason why it works for her in the first place is because she's like, well, I'll just make everything the way you want. Like, I don't care. She's Which like, I don't, I don't really have a, a, a vision for the room. I just don't want it here anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, but she does check in and, you know, she's destroying another Earth and whatever. Um, she's like literally doing the, like, mom calling home. Mm-hmm. Like and like making sure that there's nobody partying. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, the Batman who laughs uh, basically is like I'm. I've been I've been upgraded, mm-hmm. so I'm doing more upgraded stuff. But I still want someone messed up and crazy like me, who's like grounded, to do the messed up and crazy stuff like me. So he asks one of the like Stygian Robins uh, to give him an idea about like what he'd like to see. Is that what he said? I thought he asked about what his like his origin was. He, well, yes. He's he like, had, "What's your origin, kid? Because yeah. like you could become like my my right hand man because I just I just undid everybody. Hey, all those characters you just met in the first issue, forget them. Mm-hmm. They're gone. Yeah. So like, yeah, I I think he's like the he's the king, Robin King. He's the Robin King. So he he, uh, he anoints a Robin King, and the crow thing that he see, says over and over again, he then adds an end to the end, mm-hmm. so he gets crowned. Um, my guess is he's Billy Batson, but you know oh. we'll see. Uh, but we set up the, the 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 Robin King, and then the Doctor Manhattan, Doctor Manhattan, Batman who laughs turns into the Darkest Knight. Oh, right. good. We have a and he's aware that they're doing things. Oh yeah, no, he's fully he's, aware. He's like he's full, he's full on aware. Yeah, of what the plan is, yeah. or at least that like they're gonna start doing that. Right. So, you know, new upgrades, new action figures. Right. Um. So yeah, uh, and so they're going to go do it. And uh, uh, I remember being like, ugh, this again. But um, they go, I don't know where the hell they even go. It's like just in a hole in the middle of nowhere. They go to like a facility. Yes, where Batman has already set it up. Because they want to get to Apocalypse. And so they need to, I can't remember what they have to get. They have to get something in order to get themselves there. Mm -hmm. Because um, Barry's back. Yes. And um, Batman's like, oh, I know a, a thing that we can go and get, and it's going to be super awesome. It'll oh, that's right. Man. It was built by the, the Toy Man, Toy Man. From, Dark, from Dark Knight's Metal yeah, 1. And, and they're like, you know, hey, like, like, is it subtle? And it's like, it's Toy Man. But we also find out that, like, Batman 
had has like versions of the first Dark Knights. Yeah, the cool action figures you liked from the first book. Yeah, well, I was like, they okay, will... it's the drowned. Yeah, it's your look. Yeah, these characters who were defeated in the last one can come back because they're robots built by Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so to, like guard this area. They can be good guy versions of the things that you like. Which really, like, I this was interesting because there's like someone else guarding this area outside. Yeah, and he gets who's like, a eat... bad guy. Yeah, and he gets eaten by a friggin' giant hyena. Yeah, and then they go down there and you run into them and you're like, oh no, and it's like, no, it's cool, these are my guys. It's like, wait, what the hell is that guy doing? Right. Regardless, we find out what it is. Mm -hmm. And it is the, it is, it is composite Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Right. As a rocket ship mech robot. Yeah, it's like, what was it, like, the Batman Superman book? Yep, Uh, Batman Public Enemies, or Superman Batman Public Enemies. Yeah, where like, they, like, he makes that, but it's just the two of them. Yep, now it's the three of them. Now it's the three of them. It's a lot. It's a lot of look. It is a lot of work. But that's what's going to rocket them into space. Yep. But don't worry, because we're going to see a dark side Batman. Okay. In the next one. But, uh, yeah, so... um, This book read better... It did. ...than the first one? I think so, too. I had a great time reading it. I did, Better than the last two. Yeah, and, like... But this is just... Wait, this this is... This this is is issue three. Yeah, so I liked it better than the last issue. Yeah, like, the last issue... I, it was just the pacing was a little weird. Yes, I know that's because the intro book, and that that happens a lot. Where like a, a first issue is like it hasn't quite hit its stride, mm-hmm. and I feel like this did a better job in terms yes. of pacing. I agree. I'm very much on the fence about the coolness factor of of Bruce Wayne being a Doctor Manhattan, and the implication of creating that. Or yeah, like unlike what that means, and like. Not everybody wants to think about that. Like, you know, I, I mean that. Like, 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 legitimately, like, this is fun and it's over the top and like it's it's action packed and like there's something to be said about that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's just a fun book. Snyder's having a great time. Capullo's having a great time, and you can just enjoy it. Yes. There's another part of my brain that's like screaming about the fact that it's like Doctor Manhattan is a very like interesting character. Yes. Um, and like while you have characters from Watchmen who are clearly based off of other characters. The very idea of like having another version of it, yeah, is just I don't know. There's something off about it, and I can't quite put my finger on what's bothering me about it. Yeah, it's because it's derivative and it sucks. Uh, the idea of I don't know if that's what it is. It I'm, diminishes I'm sure the thing that was that's better. That's what is. That's my problem. Is like is like, but I'm sure it'll have some like further meaning in the story, and there's a reason that it's there. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that he did it just to do it. I think Scott does have a plan for it, and yeah. like, so like I'm not. I'm not like, ah, but like, again, like there is a little part of my brain that's like, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, cause like with Doomsday Clock, it's like Dr. Manhattan is involved and mm-hmm. it is, and it is a thing. And it's like, if you don't like that, like, then you're not going to like Doomsday Clock and it's going to like, then you're really not going to like this where it's like, not only was Dr. Manhattan a thing in the DC universe, but he can be replicated. That's the thing. It's like there and like so like now it's like you've opened the door that there could be lots of Manhattans. You know what I mean? Like multiversal Manhattans. Well, and the it's fact like, that they even made Wally West get some residual Doctor Manhattan energy made me crazy. But then you're like off, offhandedly there was a Doctor Manhattan and he's already dead, yeah. and we're using him to become this thing. Like that makes me yeah, nuts. It does. No, and it and like. Again, don't mistake what I'm saying that like, because I, I do, I get it. There is something, like I said, it gets action packed and it's fun and it's really fun to look at. Yes. 
that doesn't diminish that. It's just there's another part of me that's like, hmm, that's it, just hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And so there is a lot to enjoy and there's a lot of fun to be had. Uh, But I'm, yeah, I'm worried that like if, like, you know... It's like you're having so much fun, but like, what are you inspiring? And like, wh- like, what if what happens when you're done having fun, and a lesser creator shows up and says, "Well, you got to do this. Maybe I'll do so- like you. Maybe I'll yeah. do a Watchmen sequel. Or maybe yeah. I'll make a, you know, maybe I'll make Jason Todd become Ro- Rorschach. You mm-hmm. know, like maybe I'll just blur the lines between this thing and this commercial thing. Like I, I don't know. It's it's weird and. It does feel like a slippery slope. To what? I don't even know. Right. It just feels like it. And we won't know what the impact is until it's had. Uh, But yeah, it feels like you didn't necessarily need to do the Dr. Manhattan thing in order for Perpetua, the god of everything. You know what I mean? Like, she could have just made like Batman Who Laughs more powerful. You didn't need to do the Dr. Manhattan thing. No, but they want to be able to have, like, you know... That visual. The visual and, like, the fact that he turns himself evil, like, a version of that. Like, yep. it's just... And, like, immediately that's a cool design. Like, a an absence of, like, light there. Like, yeah. it's just, like, void, essentially. That's, that's neat. It's right. cool. And that's what it is. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's, it's all, about, it's it's all about that. It's all about style and it's all... And yet, Snyder also wants to say something about I know. Comics. And, like, so, like, that's what's frustrating me but again, we're two issues in, so like I am going to like hold my like for like the end because I don't know. But like that gave me pause. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. That gave me pause. That's fair. Yeah, uh, but I did enjoy this much more than the first issue, I and did. I, I'm I'm excited for it to continue. Um, there are a lot of neat ideas, and like I said, I'd rather talk about it than I would read it you know what i mean like i'd rather talk to scott about what it means and what he wants to say about comics than i necessarily want this to be an event right i mean because the fact is the dude really likes comics he likes writing stories like he likes creating things yes you know what i mean so it's like nothing against him it's not like he has like some sort of deep-seated hatred of anything and that's what he's not trying to sub to to supplant it or or bring the house down you know it's just he's just trying to like he He's doing what any of us would do with his clout and position, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't necessarily mean you would come up with Batman, Dr. Manhattan, Batman, Batman, but I, it's more like you'd, you'd be like, oh, I can do, like, let's see what I can get away with. Let's see what I can do. Yeah. Let's see how I can say this. And I can say it in the biggest way possible. And hey, editorials also like breathing down my neck about making it bigger and making it more, mm-hmm. money, more money and more relevant. And so there's a lot of that. So, you know, it, I, I, dug it in its own way i just don't know if it's like not a slippery slope like 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 you indicated Mm -hmm. um but yeah so uh it's it's a soft recommend for me uh i i don't even know anymore and again like i'm thinking about this in terms of like how many comics are coming out right now and how many people are struggling financially with like different parts of the world being closed down and such like that but the fact is it's like 
if you're a DC fan, you might want to be aware of this book because... Oh, yeah, because of its indicate... Well, what it's going to do. Right. Um, that said, though, if you are on a budget, plenty of news outlets will give you a summary or gist of it. Um, and like, you'll be able to see what happens on the other side of it when new books start coming out after it's over. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, that's it. That's, that's really what my concern is right now. Is that that's like, fair. If, you've, if you have enough funds for like... Three books. Like, let's say that's it. You got three books worth of, of cash, and there's definitely, like, characters you really want to read. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, take what we've said about it, but take what other folk have said about it, make your own decisions about it, mm -hmm. and go from there. The Moloff Social Club says, Do you think that the big twist in Strange Ventures is that Alana has been Olivia Munn the whole time, and DC hopes that this gets optioned as a movie? I didn't. I did not see Olivia Munn in her character. Neither did I, honestly. Um, but I, 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 nothing against Olivia Munn. I don't I, think she's I, got the chops. I don't. I don't know if she's got like this. 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 She's a pretty weak style. I gotta say, character like I think needs some serious like you know like a, a person, an actress who can like grab this character and like yeah. have like possible machinations happening that like nobody's aware of. Exactly. Possible. I don't know. Yeah. Are we gonna do one more push and then, or do we, do we have? A... Sure, uh, we we have we have the. Oh, okay, we're we have done. The winners. It's out. We're done. Uh, but we do recommends first. Yeah, uh, Mark C. I'm calling the composite Trinity robot the Train of Steel. Low hanging fruit. Uh, Doctor Comic. Hey Tiff. Next week the JLD finally descend on the. <laughs> no, it's like yeah. Yeah. Uh, next week the jail the Just League Dark finally descend to the other world and face the Upside Down Man I'm very excited yeah it, for me that feels like Tynan has to have this wrapped up before it's like, oh no before um, Batman well no before Metal right before Death Metal yeah because he, he is intrinsically tied yeah. to that universe so I'm wondering if they don't have to, to solve this whenever this is happening I don't know <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, let's let's recommend some books. What do you got? Obviously, Batman '95, the start of Joker War. Uh, looks cool. I'm excited for it. Looks cool. Uh, Daredevil number twenty one from Zdarsky and Chichetto. Uh, Daredevil's getting a new suit. He's gonna be Daredevil again. Uh, it's a great series. It's always great. It's only twenty one issues to jump back in. I would recommend reading all of Daredevil dynamic the daredevil logo is it just has movement so simple to it. and it's so gorgeous it's just great uh x-men fantastic four remember when that was a book yeah yeah number four comes out nice from zadarsky uh i i love this i think it's just a fun book and yay check it out um empire number two comes out oh wow yeah like what that's great that was just this week no that's great keep up the momentum why not exactly whatever so I'm hyped. Uh, uh, yeah. We recommended it. Well, yeah. Again, this is one of those where it's like, if you miss it, that's fine. Oh, yeah. 